Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. Right now, it literally, I can't think of something that tastes least like food, like yeah. Twizzler or Red Vine. Well, especially since these are soda pop flavored knockoff brands. Yeah, you got the Hawaiian Punch and the Orange Crush. Made with real Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. <laughs> Natural Hawaiian Punch flavors. None of that fake Hawaiian Punch. No, no. Imitation. Got... Yeah, it's kind of gnarly. Yeah. It's a... Uh... Maybe a gummy bear. It's like a tasty candle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it just tastes like you're eating plastic. Yeah, well, getting wisdom teeth taken out next week anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, but all, let's pummel those fuckers. How many do you have? Do you have two or four? You have four. You get them all? I'm getting two of them done. Okay. Upper Is or lowers? Uh, left. Oh, getting both left, lefts. Uh, top and bottom. Is that going to throw off your equilibrium? I... I I was thinking about OCD-wise, like, yeah. knowing that you have less teeth on one side than the other, like, am I just going to be obsessed? Yeah. My balance is off a little bit. I'm missing a tooth right there. Your whole balance is off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't I, walk straight. That's why you can't play sports anymore. <laughs> sports injury. I had my wisdom teeth taken out in high school yeah. and uh, threw my balance off. <laughs> can't dance as good as I used to. Cut me off the gridiron. <laughs> Uh, it's the Boogie Monster at a remote location today. We're, we're at um, uh, we're at my temporary digs. Where your in laws sprawling estate? Yeah, got the uh, the in law estate. It's a pretty pretty sweet pad. This house has rooms that aren't even for anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just a room to get like every room has its own foyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's like, a, there's one room out there. It's just a model train set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his train room. Got mm-hmm. like two or three living rooms. Dan, living living room, I don't know. Got a couple rooms that, like, no one, I don't think, has ever gone into. We're in your bedroom. Yeah, we're in the... The living room of your bedroom. We're in the living quarters. Your bedroom has a living room. (laughs) My bedroom has a living room. (laughs) But, hey, only for another week, man. Yeah. Good news, got an apartment. We're moving. Moving to Long Beach. LBC. LBC. As to clear up, it's Long Beach, California. It's not Long Beach City. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't figure that out. Well, I... I didn't know either. And we gotta know that you're a resident now. You have to know this. Well, if if if, if the uh, little thing had been L L B C A, mm-hmm. I would have maybe figured that out. C A California, like like Nola N O L A, New Orleans, Louisiana. But just the the, the lone C, it never dawned on me. But also, nobody California. says Nola from is from there. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Like nobody from Chicago says Chi Town. Yeah, nobody from Atlanta calls it Hot Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, man, moving in next Monday. So my final week here at the uh, sprawling in-law estate. All right, so, and so celebrate where you have a chandelier. I just yeah, this. yeah, that, no, that, that's ours. That came with us. We brought that with us. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> it's a damn chandelier in this room. I want to. What if? What if that was mine? Like, like I had that in the van. Or if you're just a dude that appreciates mm-hmm. ornate lighting fixtures. Yeah, I don't, I'm not though, but you know why not? It's neat. But yeah, man, very stoked. Uh, living, 
I, my apartment. I'm not going to say which one because I, I don't want to. I don't want to give my exact location, but I'm literally. A f- I'm, I'm 60 feet away from a gay bar. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a pitcher's mound away from a gay bar. Do you think there's going to be gay guys just sitting there putting out feelers for which apartment you live in? No, no, not the gay. Just all my all my many fans. I don't want them to, to figure out where I live. They'll be knocking on the doors all the time. Okay, fair enough. You know how that is. You deal with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird. Almost people knocking on my door. <laughs> but uh, my neighborhood, its uh, I guess it's one of the uh, more predominant... Uh, Predominantly gay neighborhoods in Long Beach, so I'm surrounded by all kind of gay bars. And my question is: is and this might sound like a dumb question, but is it rude or disrespectful or poor etiquette for straight people to hang out at gay bars? I mean, is your intention to just have a drink and yeah. enjoy the nightlife? Absolutely. Then why would that be? Okay, I just didn't know if they were like, hey, you know, like I'm taking up a bar stool that a gay guy could be sitting in to. You know, to... Uh... They only sit on them upside down. <laughs> that's... I'm that's... Sorry about that. That's a terrible joke. I know it's a terrible... I was, le- I was leading into the bad comedy jokes. <laughs> sorry, everybody. But, like, no... <laughs> like, in, of course, you know, I'm not gonna go in there and if you know, like cause a... trouble. I just mean, if are they bar... like, hey, there's only 50 mm-hmm. seats in this bar, and a straight guy sitting on a bar stool is, is taking up space that, you know, gay act, gay, Listen, gay dating and I, stuff. I think maybe if it was, uh, and I'm, I'm probably talking out of school, maybe mm-hmm. if there was a time where, uh, you know, back in the day, like, oh, this guy's just here to prove mm-hmm. he doesn't want us around or something. Yeah. Like, they're to intimidate. I think bars are just bars. Mm-hmm. Whoever might be in there that makes up the majority of the people in it mm-hmm. might dictate the boot of that bar. But if you want to go have a drink, go sit in a bar. Cool. It shouldn't matter. Well, that is my opinion. Yeah. But why would they give a shit? Well, especially if I'm like from the neighborhood. You know, I'm not some no, tourist you live who's nearby. gawking and like. Now, what's up? That how you handle is dudes going, ooh, look at that big steamy bear. <laughs> And you handling, you know, there's only so many free drinks you can say no to until mm-hmm. somebody's like, "You're why are you here then?" Yeah, exactly. Well, I live down the street. Uh-huh. So that I mean, that's that's on you. But you know, not to say like I, you will now experience probably what a woman who wants to go out to drink, yeah, by herself at a straight bar mm-hmm. uh, has to deal with, yeah, uh, all the time. Yeah, so that's true. So no, I just you know I don't want to overstep my bounds or do, do anything disrespectful. I just you know because I get the need to have gay bars or gay friendly bars. Like hey, here's a here's a place that you know these fellas can go and not have to worry about you know some of the shenanigans that happen at regular bars. So I don't know, just make sure I'm not. I don't want to be the dickhead who's you know overstaying his welcome. I think there's gay bars, and I think there's like hookup. Not so much singles bars, but like hookup bars. And there's bars for everybody. Yeah. Do what you're going to do, man. I'm very excited. Private neighborhood. I've never lived this close to a bar. Like, it's literally, I could step outside. The way my... Dangerous. Uh, the way the apartment is, it's it's um, it's like a quadplex. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a traditional apartment building where... I keep eating these. You know, i got to go a long way to even get to the beginning of the no, building. My, stumbling distance. Yeah. Dude. My front door opens into the street. Like, there's a couple steps, mm-hmm. and then boom, I'm right on the main drag, and take a right out of my door, and it's literally... Less than 100 right, feet That's away. why when I live across the street from the Red Lion. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was dangerous because I was just sitting at home like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I could be doing nothing over there. Yeah. That's true. I fell home a lot of times from that one. Yeah. 
But, but congratulations. Yeah, man. You're Very getting, excited. You've been at a, at a period of transition. Yeah. You, you don't have to. I feel like you're speaking too soft because of where we're at. You, you just. Oh, okay. You be yourself. He's fine. Okay. Father in law's a uh, couple rooms over watching uh, Texas Metal. Is that what that's? Something I, on Motor Trend. Yeah, he loves the, the car shows. But yeah, he. You're sure? He, he, All right. Too. Yeah, we don't have to whisper. He's fine. All right. If we were yelling at him right now, he wouldn't be able to hear us. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm if, we were, to... if we were calling his name, if I had an emergency, he wouldn't be able to hear me. Okay. So he's, he's fine. All right. I always feel like that's a trick old people would play. Yeah. Don't worry, I can't hear anything. And then they hear everything, and then you're cut out of the will. He's got the magic here. Yeah, then he's then like, you get me nothing. Uh, well. Yeah, it's been a very transitional period. Uh, but yeah, really stoked to be... Uh, it, it. Well, there's a lot going on at once, just because... I'm excited to be getting out of, I mean, it's been nice to, to hang here with the in-law and, uh, you know, we've been helping him a lot, but you know, at some point it, it'll be right at two months when we leave. So that's, that's do you it. realize when you move, you're going to have closer neighbors than you do now Yeah, living in this house? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're going to yeah. have more, less distance between you and other people than you do in this <laughs> estate. Yeah. So but I'm excited to take about, a few last minute dips in that. Pool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm excited that like the neighborhood. It's been a while since I've lived in a neighborhood. Yeah. Like where I lived in L.A. and Silver Lake, I don't really consider that a neighborhood. No, there wasn't much around there. It wasn't very pedestrian friendly. There wasn't, you no. know. But like, there's a ton of stuff. Like within five or ten minute walk, well, there's so Rachel much. Rachel lived near where you were moving to. Oh, really? So she can give you the what for. Nice. Yeah, you got Joe Jost. You got. Uh, whatever by Alex's bar, mm-hmm. we went, whatever dump we wound up in last month after a Christmas party was yeah. a blast. Really, it was. I, it was just some towny bar across from Long Street, uh, Long Street, Long Beach Brew Lab. Uh-huh. As we were having a thing, and they had real good snacks, and it was like a craft beer place. <clears throat> but we walk in, and it was like a dive bar mm-hmm. but everybody was doing not the electric slide but some other wedding dance <laughs> but on like a friday night drum. was i talking about this before did i tell you about this i don't think so and it's just like it's one of those bars like oh everybody's in here uh-huh. kind of thug looking dude some uh-huh. like long-haired like curly gray-haired long-haired dude who had full skater vibe who i met and his name was oh, his name was like rat or something okay and he was a BMX guy, and he was showing me YouTube videos of himself in the 55 and older class. Nice. But they were all just doing this line dance. <laughs> and then we didn't even realize it was karaoke. Uh-huh. And some gal went up drunk and just, like, was trying to do Foolish Games by Jewel. Uh-huh. But only knew half, but she wanted to address the crowd. She had to turn around to look at the TV or turn around and address everybody. She'd rather put on a show. Instead of worry about the words, and I appreciate that level of commitment. Yeah, you got the one point of the song was like a, just a musical break for like a long time, and her answer to that was just the end of the microphone, just go the fuck, the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and, and oh, we had a we had a time. It, wow. Like that's that's your hood, man. Yeah. Yeah, Long Beach is great because no, there's no scene. There's no. Uh-huh. It's like every time I've been down, it's like. Hey, are we out because we want to have fun tonight? Mm-hmm. Not with a goal or anything. My like, yeah. we want to enjoy our lives. Yeah, LBC, buddy. I'm a six minute walk to the ocean. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've never lived near the ocean. 
even even if you don't go in, just the like people say the positive ions, the waves, just yeah. the fact that a large moving body of water, mm-hmm. good for your attitude, yeah. very calming. It's got to be right. Big sewage spill over there recently. <laughs> so be careful. Don't go in the water. Nobody goes in the water in Long Beach. That's the thing. Nobody swims in Long Beach, oh, but you can go man. up up to the water. Yeah. That uh, that leads me to my next topic, uh, and you could probably help me out with this because you seem to be a little more knowledgeable about Southern California. Pretty smart dude. Yeah. Being here longer, I shred a lot. <laughs> I shred I th- today. I think I saw a real live Nazi the other day, or not Nazi, a skinhead. Yeah, they're out there, man. I I, don't, I can't well, remember the last time I've seen a real skinhead. There's, I mean. I, I, You'll see skinheads. The whole look kind of died off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the white nationalists and white supremacists realize that being obvious isn't helping. Yeah. You want to look clean cut and get elected to mm-hmm. government yeah. positions. And then reveal your position. This guy was, he had the whole costume. But you were telling me They're that he there. may have been something else. Oh, yeah. There's some, uh, there's, a, there's a, a fashion, at least a few years ago, there was a fashion uh, amongst... Gay dudes, which is like a full militant skinhead look, really like rolled up like the full yeah the seventy seven, always style. Uh-huh. I don't. I was at. I was at a. Uh, I was filming a thing at a like a, a sex shop, mm-hmm. like primarily gay sex shop, and that outfit. I was like, wait, that's what gay guys wear. Because I'm like, these are the dudes that would like be at ska shows and punk shows and beat people up. I'm like, no, that's like a gay fashion. I'm like, fucking good, good on you, man. Hmm. Take it and turn it into a. Take it away from them and turn it into something else. Yeah. Or he could have been a sharp. He could have been a skinhead against racial pre- racial prejudice, which are they still dress like skinheads, but they're about anti-racist actions. But hmm. they're still also kind of just bullies. They would show they would show up to concerts too. And they were still just bullies. Mm-hmm. They were still like fucking push like punching people in the mosh pit and everything. They, they would all they also stood against racism. I wonder if that's what our buddy Rodney was. Rodney used to, he and his buddies in his younger days would go to punk shows and beat up skinheads. They were looking for the true, yeah, hateful Nazis and beat. Them I mean, up. sharps. Yeah, they would. They would uh, brawl. I mean, I didn't know know a lot of sharps. There was occasionally shows I'd go to, like, it was always like four skinheads would show up, mm-hmm. and then knew that everybody would be about to kick their ass. Mm-hmm. But then also knew that everybody that was going to kick their ass weren't fighting types. We're yeah. Like, we don't like Nazis. Yeah. And like, so do they sit there like, do something about it. Like, we need you to leave. Nope. But then the Sharps would be like, we'll fucking fight. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I get on board with that. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to. No, but yeah, fuck me. No, no, fuck me. Mentality. Yeah. But yeah, you're, uh. But yeah, that's my they're, point. Um, they're out. They're out in Southern. I saw in Orange them in, County and, and Orange County's. Uh, look at whenever they pick up. White. No, there was something, and they just recently busted, like, some white power dudes, and it was Huntington Beach. Really? It's, uh, it's down this way. Hmm. It's down the white power in Orange County, man. Interesting. It's a, it's a thing. So, yeah, I'll be on the lookout. But, yeah, this dude had the full costume. He had the, uh, the boots and the, the jeans rolled way up and, and, uh, real nerdy, like, polo shirt buttoned all the way to the top with, with suspenders, and he had the skin, the shaved head, but with the bit, he left the chops, the big pork chops, and yeah. tons of tats. I I, couldn't, I didn't get close enough to him to see his tats. I, I was looking for swastikas and stuff. You gotta look for a tattoo. Usually yeah. tattoos are, yeah. will be about being a skinhead. Yeah. But, but well, that's interesting. Well, that's what I was saying. Was that um, Worst Week Ever podcast was mm-hmm. talking about how furries, how white nationalists weren't invading yeah. the furry community, but you want to talk about why 
skinheads might be in Orange County, and I'm just theorizing. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but if you have, you know, disenfranchised uh, middle and lower class white people, uh-huh. which Orange County has a lot of. Orange County has a lot of, like, rich beach area. Uh-huh. It's got a lot of everything else. Yeah. Now, maybe you have a place where you have, you know, immigrants from Mexico coming up <clears throat> are more prevalent, especially right in Southern California, mm-hmm. <clears throat> nearby. Disenfranchised enfranchised white youth <clears throat> that don't know how to channel their anger and look at the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. And you have somebody that's in a position of power, like a skinner, so I'm like, oh, you're being trampled on, you're being overrun by these people coming in, and they yeah. give you a sense of identity. And that's what this podcast was talking about, how furries are primarily like white men in teen years and in the mid-20s. Mm-hmm. The reason, because I'm curious about furries. Yes, me the too. The first thing to do is be like, look at these <laughs> fucking weirdos. <laughs> It's but, so bizarre to if you don't know what's but going I on. But I sat and hung out with people with purple mohawks and shit. Yeah. So when I was sixteen, I thought like, look at this guy with his purple hair, man. What a fuck you to everybody. Uh huh. Then why I can't turn around? Like it's so easy to become a hypocrite yeah. as soon as you become older, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm eating more candles here. I'm eating more Hawaiian punch candles. And by the way, we're uh, we don't have our mics today. If the audio sounds a bit odd. We're just speaking into the recorder. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's so not turned up. We're aware that it might be a little different this week. Um, There's yeah. been it's been a tumultuous couple months for the Boogie Monster. Yeah, yeah. Residencies have been changed. <laughs> We've been working on another project mm-hmm. that hopefully we can share bigger details about. Yeah. Um, but bear with us, and we appreciate your patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be the message at the beginning. Yeah. But if you listened, however long we're into it, seven, 15 minutes into it, hey, thanks. Hey, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Appreciate you. Okay. But anyway, so the furry, yeah. So these furries are, you know, people that don't feel comfortable out in the world, so they put this costume on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's basically, it's just at the, what I gathered from it. It's like Halloween. You put a costume on, all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to act a little more loose because I'm wearing a thing. Yeah. And so that's... And you're the, hiding your identity. Yeah. You and know? not necessarily. They're not like... They're not all like hiding. But like... No, I just mean like if you've got the whole oh, thing yeah, on. They, they, no one's walking down the street and be like, yeah, there's Kyle. Yeah. And so... And so it's like this... Oh, I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like you don't feel comfortable in your own skin. You put this suit on. It's like making like... A, like you, know, you go to a Halloween party where it feels loose. Mm-hmm. And costume and it's fun. Like that's how these people feel about mm-hmm. it. So this... Uh, worst week ever podcast. They went to the convention to find out about it more because there was like a chlorine bomb went off a few years ago at the furry conven- convention. And it's a, a listen to their podcast. It's well researched. Uh, but because there's like a faction of alt right mm-hmm. Nazi furries. Hmm. And because they were saying like disenfranchised kids that get into the scene. And you have somebody else going, oh, we can recruit them as foot soldiers or whatever. Yeah. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So anywhere disenfranchised white male youth are, let's get in there and recruit them at, that, at, at an impressionable stage. Man, that's crazy. It doesn't seem like it should make sense that you should be prejudiced, but also want to dress like a fucking purple cow, but... I guess my question with the furries is probably a pretty obvious question, but how does the sex component tie in? It's not just sex. Well, I'm sure it's not just sex, but there is usually a sexual component, right? Like, the, 
what I just don't understand. I thought how. it was the, the way because listen to the podcast, they said it's not just it's it's so much more. Okay, it's so much more about like look at it more like Goth Night. I think mm-hmm. like here, oh here's somebody that works at the DMV. You could put some makeup on or this, yeah, but you can't wear your just your black fishnet and leather pants and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And you go out. And it's music, dancing, and maybe, oh, yeah, you're more attracted to people in that community. Mm-hmm. But it's not just... I always thought it was just sex, too, and they said it was not hmm. that. It's more like a rave-type scene. Interesting. A subculture, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's hmm. a weird one. Yeah. I'm not saying I understand it, oh, but... Well. I know a lot of shit people don't understand my, in that year, in that era. Yeah. 18 to 24. That's true. Anyway, can what I talk I, about some gnarly uh, gnarly wrecks that I made? I was about to ask you. You've been shredding today. I shredded today. How's so it I've, go? Been, I've been off the bike. Been mm-hmm. sick for a week. Yeah. It's good. Did the San Juan Trail. Where's that? Out there. Uh, down, I've, off the Ortega Highway somewhere okay. down there. Because hmm. I'm going to come down by you record. I'm mm-hmm. going to ride bikes. My buddy's in Huntington Beach. We're in Huntington Beach Friday night. We were there Friday night. Thanks for everybody who came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Those were good shows. Fun shows. People come out, they let me do my new stuff and sit through it. They're very mm-hmm. forgiving and patient. I appreciate <laughs> it. But, uh, yeah, did uh, did that trail today. That was all right. I went, uh, I took about a, this was a couple weeks ago. I took about a 12-foot spill. Now, what do you mean 12-foot? Uh, I fell off the trail down a 12-foot cliff. Wow. Yeah. So, oddly enough, landed on my feet. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a it was a big I, I was did you did you ditch the bike mid air and land you know, on your feet what had happened that the trail was about I'd say about a foot wide uh-huh and my back tire was wet and so I went to pedal through it and my back tire spun and I stopped I had no momentum and so I started to tip left if I would have tipped right would have been the cliff the and what do you the, mean by tip uh, uh, sitting on the bike you just tip you just okay. you know if you don't move on a bike okay. you tip to okay, the left gotcha, or to the right. Gotcha. Because this trail's cut to the side of a cliff to the right, I would have leaned against the cliff. Uh-huh. To the left is where the drop-off is. Okay. But just where your weight is, you can't change that. Yeah. And so I went to put my foot down on my left side, which there was nothing there. And I just <clears throat> went, I just yelled, fuck. And, uh, when was went, this? Uh, this was like two weeks ago. Okay. It wasn't, that's, it wasn't that. I didn't get really hurt. I got like bruised and scraped up. Okay. But it, fortunately, the cliff it was like a very, very like... A little bit of a gradient, so I hit soft dirt, but like basically like leaned against a wall of soft dirt uh-uh. to slide to get to the bottom. But then still wound up standing. Okay, but like needed people to come pull me out. <laughs> like I was riding with my buddy, he got I had to push a bike up, but then somebody else hit because then they have no way to like lean over if yeah. I pull them down with me. Okay, it's not really one. It's good for the first of the year. What's the worst spill you've had on a mountain bike? Um, worst is when I went, this was years and years ago, and they have these erosion tiles. <clears throat> they basically, it's like you see them in a garden, they're like little concrete things you put in the dirt, mm-hmm. where normally if water was running through the dirt, it'd be putting ruts in it. Oh, yeah. So they're like tiles that, you know, mm-hmm. with, and I, I, got, I slotted between two of them, so I was like riding through real fast, coming out of a downhill, uh-huh. going real fast. Then my tires just basically slot card in between them and then stopped the bike. And I went just ass over tea kettle real hard. Remember feeling my helmet hit the ground. Oh, you, you get knocked out? No. So probably the helmet did its job. Okay. 
but it was more of like a somersault. It wasn't a direct hit, but I heard the helmet hit and then just laid there with like intertwined with the bike. It was one of those like lay there for a minute. Does anything hurt? Yeah. Can you move like like can you move things? All right, move fingers and toes and then slowly start unwinding yourself. But I got I split my knee open on that and got stitches. You haven't broken any bones from doing this? Knock on wood, buddy, no. You had other crashes this week or today? I I crashed. I had a real dumb crash right before Christmas. Uh And then that one that fell off, that I fell off a couple weeks ago. And then today was all right. Just sloppy riding, but no credit. But that off of 12 foot, I want to get a picture when I go back there. I wish I, I had my phone in my pocket the whole time. I wish I would take a picture. Oh man! Because I'm out there. I'm not doing it for the gram, man. That's true. I'm just soul riding, bro. Mm-hmm. I understand. It's like surfing, man. I'm yeah. out there just. You still wear the uh, GoPro on the helmet? I uh, I put it on sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing cool stuff, I should have worn it today. It was cool. <laughs> I, was, I was being pretty cool. Anything else going on, man? No, I just wanted to brag right there. That's fine. I went to a cooking class with Rachel. Dude, we I might, saw We some... might not get to the subject here. We're, We're getting to get to a subject, but it's not about... Yeah. We'll get this into is a person. This is a uh, get into your host's personalities show. Yeah. Rather than the supernatural. i got a story to tell here in a minute. But anyway, I, I saw some videos of you cooking. What? Yeah, it's a guy named Chef Pierre, and we made homemade pasta and pasta sauce with a little fish in it with shrimp and crostinis. And we made a chocolate mousse just in this guy's townhouse. Wow. And he was just... So a, he was the teacher of the class. It was just me and Rachel. She but, got but, it for my birthday. But y'all yeah. go and he we teaches went to a private class. Yeah, we just went wow. to his house. And I think he was like mostly full of shit, but it was fun. Why do you, why do you say that? Because he was always like, you know, this restaurant, I was a pastry chef there. And then 20 minutes later, he's like, I'm not a pastry chef. I don't know what I'm doing with this stuff. So I just kind of invent I'm like... But it's like, you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah. You're not trying to sell me anything. If you want to bullshit me, I'm buying it. Sure. I'm here to have fun. We had a good time. I had a f- I had stomach cramps so bad on the way home. I almost tuck and I almost tucked and rolled out of the car when we got near the apartment. Oh man. But yeah, we were all kind of banged up. Uh, so that looked good that, though. Yeah, it was tasty. It was fun. I, 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 Homemade pasta is easy. I've never made homemade pasta. Did he have the pasta maker that you? Well, yeah, put it through the ringer. Yeah, the ringer. Thin it out. Nice. And then fettuccine noodles. Oh. And you only have to boil them for like three minutes because they're fresh. They're not hard ones. Wow. Okay. It was, I'm making, it, I'm making it was spaghetti stuff. tonight. Are you? Yeah. Homemade. You making homemade sauce? Marinara. Homemade marinara sauce. Yeah. Man. What are you doing? Just real basic. I just get a can a can of uh, whole peeled tomatoes and mm-hmm. I puree them. And then just, uh, you know, saute some garlic and uh, mm-hmm. a, little, a little sauteed onion, some fresh basil. Just let that okay. simmer for a while. And I'm going to make uh, nothing a meat. Mi- nothing mysterious in nothing, Nah, nothing mysterious. Or red wine. That's really yeah. important. Red wine. Okay. And then I got this new technique for my meat sauce. It sounds, uh, real Italians will think this is uh, sacrilegious, but uh, the Johnsonville beer brats. Okay, okay. I, I throw those in the oven, get them going for about 30 minutes, and then mm-hmm. and then let them rest so the juices stay in, and then just kind of chop all that shit up and use that, throw that in there. Oh, so it's okay. like a to make marinara sauce with uh, with with ground-up beer broth. God damn, I love Italian food. Pretty good. I love just, just pasta and sauce. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love it. There's some dish, I forgot the name of it, uh, but it's just... 
No. It's just black. It's it's just like noodles and black pepper. Cacio de pepe. Boom. I love that. Yeah. It's noodles, cheese, and pepper. I love it. Yeah. So simple. Mm-hmm. So simple, but so good. Those Italians that do all right. <clears throat> oh man. Anyway, I got no big news. No. It's been yeah. It's been hanging, doing shows. Good Get back in. Was yeah. Sick. I was sick last week. Yeah. Now we're at your sprawling estate. Yeah. In, uh, Orange County here. Yeah, man. Your bedroom has a living room. Yeah, my bedroom has a living room. It's pretty sweet. How many people? Is this a transition into... So how, at one point, there was how many people in this household? Uh, just uh, just two. Just her mom and dad. They, Katie never grew up no, here. No, they okay. moved here about three years ago. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, it was just Katie and her older sister, and they never lived here. And... Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I want you, want to, you want to get into what you want to talk about. I might as well get into this. We're going to talk about mammoth caves. Yeah, we're going to talk about mammoth caves, but uh, well, now you want to talk about a mammoth bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't capture how I leaned in yeah. while eating a That's Twizzler. It's pretty, pretty good with that pun. Had an incident this weekend. Oh boy! And man, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> do you ever? Do we need to get like one of those like? Dave, three weeks, incident-free kind of boards Do up we, on the wall. Like, what, is it me? <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty easy-going dude. But shit just keeps coming at me. I mean, seriously. I know on paper... I said I look the same like, thing. I told Rachel, oh my God, Dave said he got it. It's just like, what's happened with him? Like, I Honestly, I think it's just happening around him. Every time you've told me a situation, I've been on your side most of the time. <laughs> I'm not a troublemaker. I'm not, I don't, this, and this has to do with the story, I don't get drunk and create problems. I don't get into, I don't start fights. I finished one a few months you'll ago. Re, you'll react to situations accordingly. But I'm not looking for trouble. I'm not, you know, I'm not 19 and filled with machismo and something mm-hmm. to prove anymore. I'm I'm an mm-hmm. obese 42-year-old who's just trying to m- live his life and mind oh, his own I'm business. Living a good life, man. Yes. I'm getting, I'm getting married, you know, like, I'm, I'm settling down. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes shit comes at you and you got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. All right, let, I'm going to have to tread lightly with this because uh, the person I'm about to talk about is real litigious and is a mm-hmm. real petty, litigious person. So um, let's, let's call her... Uh, Let's call her Barbara. That's a good generic name. And let's just say that, um, let's call her uh, Katie's friend. Katie has a friend who's like a sister. They're so close. Oh, boy. She's like a sister. And, you know, and she's been in my (laughs) life for a little while, so she's almost like a sister-in-law to me. Okay. She's almost like that, Um, (laughs) Barbara. And I've gotten to know, unfortunately, I've gotten to know Barbara over the last couple of years. Because, like I said, she and Katie are real tight. They're mm. like sisters. And uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to avoid the litigious, <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you how close they are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're like sisters. Okay. Uh, Barbara. Yeah. And uh, Barbara <laughs> is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And which, and I want to talk more about that, but. Even when Barbara's not drinking, I got a feeling that she kind of fucking sucks. Because she is mm. a classic troublemaker. She cre- she creates trouble 
Of course, I'm biased with mm-hmm. Katie, but she has created so many problems with Katie, and I've seen the texts. We'll just be minding our own business. Out of the blue, she just gets texts where you're like, oh, this person's trying to pick a fucking fight. Oh, yeah. And then Katie's like, eh, she's probably drunk again. But I think I've been around her, I think I've been around her when she was sober. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And even Stone Cold Sober, not real fucking impressed. <laughs> just a real petty... <laughs> what an insult to say about so. What do you think of so-and-so? Not impressed. Not impressed at all. <laughs> And uh, I like that as an insult. I'll state a few facts here. <laughs> um, got two kids that live in another state. Read into that what you will. She does not live in the state she, with them. Yeah, they live in somewhere else, and she lives in a different state. Okay. And I don't know all the details, but there's some two, two, two teenage kids that could probably use a mom nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, have no idea what her source of income is. So she, uh, two or three times divorced. Got a feeling that she's got some some income coming from some divorce settlements and whatnot. Again, none of this is my business. Uh, doesn't 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 have a job that I'm aware of. Has never had a career that I'm aware of, and uh, really prioritizes. You know, always having money trouble, but uh, got a got a house that she cannot afford. Got a luxury car that she cannot afford. Mm-hmm. Got very materialistic. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, Barbara. She's kind of like a sister. And, we, uh, we all got that. Yeah, yeah. Man. And uh, <laughs> constantly... Okay, but so here's the story. Here's what happened the other day. This volume's all right, huh? Yeah. Was that? She's talking casually about that here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, he, yeah. Hey. They wouldn't be interested in it. Yeah, yeah, because no he doesn't know Barbara. Uh, <laughs> so... Well, we got to open up this other flavor of Twizzlers. This story is... So Saturday juicy. night... Friday night, I'm hanging out with you. Sorry, yeah. I'm doing movie candy sounds. Oh, go ahead. Get into it. Rip it open. Still the shitty. He's getting into the orange crust. Un- orange crust Twizzlers. Yeah. So Friday night, you and I hanging out <laughs> at the show. Great shows. A lot of fun. Yep. Enjoyed. Saturday night, uh, I don't do this often, but every now and then I will treat myself. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a big uh, UFC fan. I know mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, meathead. Like what you like. You know, I'm into it. I don't watch every fight. I don't, I don't think about it, but yeah. I, I looked at the results. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, that dude so, got his uh, clock clean. Oh, man, 40 seconds. So, you know, about, I don't know, a couple times a year, I'll splurge, and uh, I'll pay the uh, hefty pay-per-view fee. And uh, How much is pay-per-view? Man, it used to be 50 Now it's 65 65 55 bucks for 40 seconds? But there's other fights. The whole event lasts about three hours, mm-hmm. but... You're really paying to see the main event. The main event this time. But they pad it pretty well. Yeah. There's other fights. And then, you know, whatever. That's mm-hmm. And you always know that that's the risk. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, we had a big, my dad uh, let me invite a bunch of kids over. Mm-hmm. We got pizza. We were going to watch uh, Mike Tyson versus Michael Spinks. Okay. This was like 91, 92. Mm-hmm. Big, and it was a big deal back then. Like, even mm-hmm. back then, it was 30, 40 bucks. And, you know, my, it was it was a big event. Like, well, you know, oh, yeah. you've been a good boy. You want to invite some friends over. Mm-hmm. Big pizza party uh, lasted like 22 seconds. <laughs> and we were like, oh, shit. And unlike the UFC stuff, I think... That's really kind of the only maybe fight. Like one, yeah. yeah, maybe one fight, opening fight, but like the whole night, 22-7. Anyway, so Saturday night, treat myself, going to watch this pay-per-view. Katie You're here in the living room of your bedroom? I'm here in the living room of my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Katie doesn't care nothing about it, but she pops in and out, just, you know, hey, it's an event. And um, 
Let's maybe say, in, in another wing of the estate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Barbara happened to be over because Barbara's uh, child was visiting. Um, mm-hmm. So Barbara and her child is, is here, and, and the kid's great kid, uh, 14. Does Barbara live in this state? Barbara lives in this state, but Barbara doesn't live here. So when the kid visits, uh, the kid rarely stays with Barbara. The kid stays with other friends of Barbara and families and things like that. Anyway. Someone would be like an aunt. To yeah. Them. So here's another thing. So not only does Barbara uh, not have custody of the kids. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, when the kids visit, Barbara rarely spends time with them anyway. So that right there tells you plenty oh, okay. of what you need to know about Barbara. But anyway, Barbara happened to pop over because her kid was here. And a great kid, by the way. I love the kid. 14, real smart, real like a gearhead, real mm-hmm. you know, real shy, mild-mannered kid, but like loves tinkering around with engines mm-hmm. and cars. Probably going to be a damn airplane mechanic and have a great life soon. But anyway, so <laughs> Barbara uh, has a couple glasses of wine. And I'm in here minding my own damn business. I'm hanging out with Barbara's kid because mm-hmm. he likes the UFC stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katie was like, "Wow, what a great opportunity, <laughs> you know, for the for Barbara's kid to hang out with uh, with old Dave, and they can, you know, do some dude stuff, do some dude stuff, have a good time." So Barbara comes in, and we're watching the fight, and we're watching the preliminaries. This candy is not good, by the way. No, I, I didn't think it would be. We're watching the preliminaries. So during the preliminaries, uh, those are the free fights you can watch on ESPN from like mm-hmm. 5 to 7. For two hours, they have the free fights. You can watch them on ESPN. Then yeah. at 7, you click over to the pay-per-view and watch it. Throw a couple of cripples in the yeah. ring and warm up the stadium. <laughs> so during the preliminaries, uh, we're in here listening to records, having mm-hmm. a good time. And she comes in, and she starts b- rummaging through all my records. I hey, got this. And by the way, let me... You know that lame act-out character voice that some comedians do for like the drunk white girl, mm-hmm. the, the drunk white girl voice. This is really her voice. There's no, oh, wow. okay. yeah, top five there. <clears throat> you have Willie Nelson. I like Willie Nelson. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Willie Nelson's awesome. And they play this record. She's fucking around my record, and I'm. And let me. This is important to state too. In the time that I've known Barbara. No matter what I think of her and no matter what opinions I have formed based on how she has treated Katie, Mm -hmm. I've never had a crossword with her. Mm -hmm. I've bit my tongue for two years, Mm -hmm. wanted to say some things, but every time she's around, even when she starts acting up, out of respect to Katie, none of my business, I'll bite my, I'll hold my tongue. Never had a crossword with her. Um, That being said, a year ago, when (laughs) when Katie got... Uh, Katie had a little. I feel like I'm your therapist right yeah, now because yeah. you're on a couch, yeah, leaning exactly. in, and I don't. We don't have a table or a mic, so I'm just like with my hands folded in my. But oh, I need this. Go on. No, I need to get this off my chest. <laughs> I feel you feel justified here, and I agree. Never had a crossword <clears throat> with her. I have never been nothing but polite to her, mm-hmm. bare minimum of politeness. But you know, never had a crossword. But that didn't stop her from a year ago when Katie had uh, a real small bout of normal female trouble, mm-hmm. real normal female trouble that, that all females probably deal with from time to time. Mm-hmm. She goes, Dave probably gave you gonorrhea because he probably cheats on you on the road. Now keep in mind, infidelity or cheating or whatever you want to call it has never been an issue between Katie and I. So it's not as if she has confided mm-hmm. in her on multiple mm-hmm. occasions. That projection. Di- yeah. 
you know, I, I would get that if like Katie was always like, I love him, but he keeps cheating on me. What do I do? That might be a reasonable thing to say. No, projecting is her, is Barbara saying that because exactly. that's what she's done or has had happened to her. Absolutely. So, so th- thanks, by the way, no. Barbara. Thanks for just assuming that A, I cheat on my girlfriend, and B, gave her gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, appreciate that. Case of the guns. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so we're in here. We're watching preliminaries. Got the preliminaries on mute. Listening to records, she's getting on my nerves because she's fucking around my records. She's not handling them properly. She's, but I'm still just like, uh huh, being being polite, especially because her son's here. You know. Oh, yeah. Then she invites her boyfriend over. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I'm paying for this. You know, granted, I'm living yeah, uh, somebody not, else's let's house. Let's go over the fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, well, four or five of us here watching the thing. Now, the pay-per-view starts. Seven o'clock rolls around. Hey, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and shut down the music. Going to watch this $65 pay-per-view that I paid for and have been waiting for for a month to watch. Mm-hmm. And we all get into it. And we're watching it. It's fun. And she keeps drinking. Keeps drinking. And the whole time, she's like, why are they doing that? Like, she doesn't understand the concept of MMA. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's what the sport is. Like, yeah. that, I'm sorry. I know you don't. And, and by the way, you're free to go at any moment if you're not enjoying this sport. A lot of house. A lot of house, a lot of rooms, a lot of square footage. You are free to go, encouraged to leave at any moment. But, you know, so no big deal. She's, what are they doing? I didn't understand. And the, so about 30 minutes into it, she's like, I don't want to play a record. And I go, oh, well, we just listened to records for a while and the pay-per-view's on. I don't want to play a record. What record do you want to play? I'll play Tom Petty. Oh, Tom Petty, we just listened to the whole Tom Petty album, by the way. I'm going to hear it again. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, but 80% of the room, 80, 80% of the people in this room right now really want to watch this fight that I paid for. What's Why the, can't what, I... What's the boyfriend doing right now? He's just sitting here. And he's fine. I've never had an issue with him other than what the fuck kind of person would want to date her. What is wrong with you, sir? Yeah. Uh, that's my only question to him. But he's fine. We've never had a crossword. Yeah. He's, he's just, you know, he's just a guy. He's a guy. Yeah. But I really have like, what the, f- who the fuck would want to date this woman? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're all sitting here and it just gradually, I went to that record. And then he says something like, well, honey, we're trying to watch this fight. And then she's like, Dave doesn't mind. And I go, uh, Actually, you know, Barbara, I really want to. I'm really invested in this. You know, yeah. we just start. We're 30 minutes in. Got a couple, another two hours to go. I paid yeah. a lot of money for this. What the fuck's your problem? Okay, now here we go. What the fuck's my problem, yeah. Barbara? My problem is I'm trying to watch this pay per view, and you're acting like a child. Fuck you. <laughs> really? <laughs> fuck me. Yeah. All, right. All because you're not about to get your way, and. um and this is what really set her off because it's pretty true. I said, listen, Barbara, with all due respect, uh, I know you're probably used to getting your way with men, uh, but your uh, cartoonish feminine charm does not work on me. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Fuck you. <laughs> you're fat. Yeah, thank you. Low-hanging fruit. You, you, I'll pay that $60. I'll give you the money. I know you don't have any money. You used to live in a van. All right, there we go. Okay. Keep in mind, this is a woman who's had uh, 25 elective surgeries, mm-hmm. elective cosmetic mm-hmm. surgeries. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's another, figure that one out. Yeah. And we get into it, man. 
And I mean, I was polite. Like I knew her her kid was sitting right here, so yeah. I didn't cuss. I didn't raise my voice. <clears throat> yeah. I actually have it all on audio. Because <laughs> okay. here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Okay, it's one thing. Fortunately, I've and I'm not being self righteous, but fortunately, I've never really been this guy. You and I both enjoy a drink, but. Yeah. Other than maybe putting you in a friendly headlock, <laughs> alcohol has, I've never really, even any, any of my fights or arguments with Katie have never been in, have involved alcohol. You know, I don't get drunk and create problems. Mm-hmm. I might have a couple too many beers and try to body press my friend. I, and, I, I, <laughs> no, there's never, you're not an angry drunk. No, I'm not I, an angry I've drunk. gone off and like, I've wished people death. Yeah. And told people uh-huh. I want that person over there to die. I, I wouldn't try to kill him because of the booze. Yeah. But I've, I've made curses. But here's my problem with Barber. So not only, okay, and this will, I, I want to pick your brain about a bigger, right, the sure. over general point of this, but it's one thing to drink too much and make a complete ass out of yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Although she does that constantly. Yeah. It's another thing to pretend that you don't remember anything happening. She has never, to my knowledge, ever apologized for her behavior the next day. She's never sobered up the next day. Yeah. Or whenever she sees you next, hey, I just want to... I'm so sorry. I had too much to drink. You get drunk and, again. You're not, like, that's nor- like, that's not a big... Probably what happened Saturday, not even a big deal. Well, this... Fast-forwarding a little bit. Uh, Listen, let me ask. Without, what, never I still want to know what other people are doing in the room. The boyfriend's just kind of... Here's the problem. She acts this way because no one no ever one raises their hand her. and says, "Hey, you're being an asshole." Yeah. Well, dumb old Dave, because like you, you're not my blood. Yeah. You're, I'm not trying to date you. Yeah. I'm not trying to sleep with you. Your little charm you have on men. Guess what? Don't work on me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't give a shit. That is devastating. Yeah. To uh... when that's all they have. Yeah. That's all she's had. When she was younger, she was probably traditionally attractive. Now she looks like fucking Mrs. Potato Head because she's had so many of those goddamn stupid surgeries. She's got all the stereotypical features of someone who's had a bunch of work done. Everybody looks the same. Like, you get the surgery, but then you just look... Mm -hmm. Like, it might not look bad, but it doesn't look special or unique. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. I'm not attracted to, like... Looks like Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, you just got... You're, like, with a face of AI. You're fat. And I was like, oh, you want to talk about people's personal appearance? I can lose some weight, but you'll always look like Mrs. Potato Head. I don't think I said that. I think I was thinking. I really tried hard to not make you it worse than it was in front of the kid. The kids, yeah. But I did object, and I was polite. I was stern but polite. Mm-hmm. But just the the mere fact of how dare somebody object yeah. to me and my terrible behavior, she just immediately went for like you're fat you don't have any money you used to live in a van she called me a wife beater wow. she called me a wife beater have mean? never ever touched any woman much less the one I'm about to marry in where, a, in where a, did, yeah where did that come from why, why I don't know what did you say to that I think one time like two years ago Katie and I got in an argument and I I threw a piece of garlic off the counter and I'm not proud of that, but like I backhanded a piece of garlic yeah. and it went flying across her. It didn't hit her or anything, but I, I lost my temper on a piece of garlic and she probably confided in her that, you know, he got a little rageful, but never, ever have I ever, and I, I'm not just saying this because I'm on tape, I <laughs> fucking de- despise 
abusive people. I would never touch a woman. What? You're a wife bitter. Why'd you say that? I was like, in reference to what? Yeah. Didn't have a follow-up answer what for anything. What did say to it? Katie was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, he's never, you know, you shouldn't marry him, he's a wife bear, he's fat, he doesn't have any money. Wait a minute, this is all based on the fact that I, and by the way, I didn't say, hey, you dumb bitch, don't touch my records. Yeah. I politely suggested that maybe we could watch the fight. Yeah. And I poli- <laughs> and then I said, I even said, hey, if it means that much to you, go ahead. And that's what I, I said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll pause the thing and while well, I'll sit here and watch you listen to this record if it means that much to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like I didn't let her, but just the fact that I objected based on the fact that I objected to that because 80% yeah. of the room wanted to watch the fight, now she immediately goes for, you're fat, you have no money, you live in a van, your wife beat her. Wow. If, if you got a, if, wow. If, if you're a mom that does not live in the same state as your two teen boys. Yep. What leg do you have e- to stand That's on? either a by choice mm-hmm. or a, man, you fucked up. Yes. When the mom can't be around the kids, that's a, you are, you are, off the fucking ranch trouble. Yeah. And when she's, if she is ever stone cold sober, she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then you add a bunch of, a bottle, two bottles of wine on top of that. How dare you call me out in front of my kid? Mm-hmm. How dare you be shit faced in front of your kid? Mm-hmm. It's one of these people that, I hate this almost, this is probably the worst characteristic of a human being that I can't stand. We're all human. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. But the fact that you just don't have it in you to own up, to take accountability for your own actions and your own behavior, the fact that everything is somebody else's fault, you're in your mid-40s. You're acting like that's something an eight-year-old does. You ever watch Intervention? No. You see, like... My cats, <clears throat> even though it might like drunk's an easy thing to laugh at because everybody can get mm-hmm. booze. Like addictions, where people look back and like, <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> I've lost all these relationships because of it. Mm-hmm. I've ruined my life because of this, and you never see that because you're in the fog of it the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So. Well, here's my question to you. <clears throat> you I, don't have any. You don't have any emotional stake. Yeah. Oh, by the way, making, she, like <laughs> wanting this in, in 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 worrying about like the outcome of her or her family's life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, she's suing me. Uh, sue you for what? Definition of character. <laughs> Defamation of character. <laughs> Barbara, I think you've already defamated your own fucking character. She gonna sue me for six hundred thousand dollars. She texted me. I say it's a six hundred k definition of character. Because what? Mm. I wouldn't play a record, or I dared call you on your bullshit. Here's well, some. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something more serious in a little bit. But anyway, well, I'm gonna say maybe releasing a podcast with all this isn't gonna help. Fucker, fucker. I don't care. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Like. This is the point. Like, the people like this, they fucking go through life thinking that there's no repercussions. Like, you, guess what, asshole? I don't have to put up with your shit. Maybe your family and your closest friends and whomever does. I don't. You mean nothing to me. And guess what? I, 
I'm not here to settle everybody's hash, but mm-hmm. you're going to come in and interrupt my little hangout and be a fucking asshole. And just because I put po- now, if I had a fucking if I was drunk and I smashed a beer bottle on the wall and attacked her, fine. Just say what I politely suggested that maybe we shouldn't listen to a record right now. And boom, game on, you fat wife beater. Fuck yeah. Really? This is what we're doing. Anyway, going back to this. I just cannot understand the fact... It's a two-pronged problem. A, you're a drunk who causes trouble everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, she causes... Every person in her life, there's there's a similar issue right now. Yeah. So A, you're a drunk who causes trouble everywhere you go. And B, if you eventually do sober up, you just, well, you just pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Never has she apologized to Katie. For multiple similar incidents, never has she have I heard her apologize to anybody, and I'm not exaggerating. It's like this everywhere she goes. She's a tornado of shit. Yeah. No one has. It, and I was talking to Katie about this. Like these, we've all got these, flaws. These, uh, these boys have the same dad. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Where's the dad? Another state with them. With them. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But no, no relationship there. Then they don't communicate. Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah. No. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, we've all got flaws, okay? And we all know people like, and you fill in the blank, you know, Mike drinks a little too much, but boy, he's a great guy. Or, you know, Chris is a little stingy with money, but man, he's a, he does this, this, and that. Like, there's no buts with her. No one has ever said, man, I'm glad Barbara swung by tonight. She She's a black hole. She contributes nothing. I know she's, those people. And it's just like... And okay, I I don't understand alcoholism, the ins and outs, the scientific part of it. But my point is, I understand, I don't understand, but I get how, okay, if you truly, I mean, she obviously truly is a legit alcoholic. Mm -hmm. But the (laughs) fact that you can't sober up in a couple of days later, go, oh shit, I need to text so-and-so and and apologize. Well, that's not the MO. If anything, they feel bad about how they behave and they just drink. Well, that is the other thing. Like, I thought maybe the next day that, uh... She'd sober up and we could talk about it like adults. She stayed drunk for like another day or two. Yeah. Because maybe there's that dim, creeping feeling of knowing who you are as a person. And the only thing that chases it away is drinking. Which only contributes to you not liking who you are. But the only solution that you see is to drink more. I mean... How does one get out of that? I can rehab. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, I, I don't want to sound judgmental here. All right, I'm not yeah. trying to be self righteous and judgmental. No, I'm, I'm not, I understand I'm not. people have problems with alcohol. My main beef is, okay, if you can't get a if if you if you can't get a hold of it enough to not create these problems, at the very least, can you not address them a week later and but, apologize? But that, I mean, not and this isn't a defense, but it's like, all right, when I was like late teens and early twenties, the entire time I lived at home with my parents until 26, until I moved to California. I was like, just get stoned every night. And it wasn't hard drugs, but I was like, get stoned, get drunk. Mm-hmm. Every night. Had to be so Like, the fact, if I would go to bed sober, I, I, I fuck something up. What happened? And it was because I was working a shit day job and I hated it. And I knew I had to go to that shit day job the next day. So I'd get out of on Monday, go get fucking high. Like, like high, not like a little bit high in function, like smoke bongs and be comatose high. Mm-hmm. Go to bed and then wake up realizing, oh, I gotta go to this shit job. Job's even worse mm-hmm. because I'm hungover. Mm-hmm. 
then come home and just do that over and over again. Mm-hmm. That whole joke about like hanging out at Denny's and like, oh, I'm 35. Yeah. It's about like just being in a, a party haze mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like, oh, all my friends just graduated college and are getting jobs and I'm doing the same shit I was doing mm-hmm. when they left for college. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm but t- in your defense, you were still in your mid-20s and you didn't have children. I know, I'm, but I'm, I'm not, t- it's not about <laughs> yeah. like what my, but about the pushing off reality mm-hmm. and any actions I would do within that. I still wince at some shit that I've done. Mm-hmm. Just asshole behavior. Nothing as destructive as this, but mm-hmm. I still wince at just I was the loud dickhead at parties. Like, I, and then waking up, the manager probably thought I was fun. Mm-hmm. And then not giving it enough time. Like, oh, maybe I was too loud. Maybe I was being a jerk. No, let's go get fucked up again tonight and do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, you know you're a piece of shit. And the only way to not feel that way outside of get actual help is to do the thing that made you do piece of shit stuff in the first place. Mm. So it's not great. And I'm fortunate, I guess, in the fact that I don't have a lot of experience with this, you know, yeah. like I, like true, like alcoholism, like something that just takes mm-hmm. you over. But we touched on this a couple of weeks ago. It's, and, it's also chemical too. I mean, it's also like yeah, I need this thing to move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it happens with eating, it happens with drugs, it happens with alcohol, it happens with all kinds of stuff where it's like. The little bit that does just fine for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I know there's alcoholism in me. I don't think I'm an alcoholic. But I know there's like, I'm not going to drink a beer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get drunk. I drink to get drunk. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about that. I don't see the point that. of drinking an alcoholic beverage if it's not to get to feel it. Yeah. See, I'm a little bit different in the sense that uh, I just love the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. And like, if beer didn't have alcohol in it, I'd probably still want a beer with my dinner. Because I just like the way beer with like a burger or steak, yeah. you know. But anyway, I was I, because I don't have a lot of experiences. I've been thinking about it, like, and I don't feel sorry. <laughs> it's hard for me to feel sorry for Barbara. Yeah. But the concept of like you you just said, like everybody handles it differently. It's like mm-hmm. I'm lucky in the sense, and I guess you're lucky too, that we can have a few beers and not have the cops come, mm-hmm. you know, or not, you know, horrible things. It's like yeah. it, I guess. You could almost it's compare handling to, your alcohol. Yeah, I guess it's the same way though. Like I'm, and I'm not blaming my genetics or whatever on my on my uh, my weight, but like I don't eat crazy. I'm not like a, just a glutton. I mean, I don't no. eat great, and I don't do I don't work as hard as I should at it. But it's it's the same as like well, some people just have a big appetite and slow metabolism. You know, yes, yeah, not everybody's uh, like like uh, put at the same starting line mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. And I guess people like that have that yeah, without. Some are, yeah, some people are going to be prone to addiction. Some people are prone, you know, big boned. That's that's not a fat kid, but you can tell like that kid's mm-hmm. going to be fat. Yeah, unless they don't, unless they work harder than mm-hmm. other people to not get fat, they're going to be. They're look at their genes. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to be fat. So, so mm-hmm. I guess my question is, and we touched on this a couple weeks ago, just about uh, about mental illness. But you, the same concept might apply. Like, like I said before, I I don't condone it, but I guess I get how someone like Barber could have a couple of drinks and then just, this asshole just comes out. Okay, I get that. But the fact that when you eventually sober up, 
don't tell me you don't remember anything. That's what she does to Katie. She acts like, let's talk about. She claims to not remember anything. And I got to call bullshit on that. My, my question is, a day or two later when you sober up, like, it's the real you, mm-hmm. not the alcohol. It's the real you, the person inside of you, who chooses not to apologize, who chooses well, not to take accountability. But if you're drunk all the time, like, I don't, I don't remember a lot of shit when I'm drunk. Thank God it's never like you said this this is all negative. Usually like, oh, you were being silly. You were Uh talking about this. I'm like, ah, I kind of just, I remember I was having fun. Yeah. But like that that story I just told you, like, do you think if she's sober tonight, do you think she has zero recollection of any? I get not being able to remember every detail. Well, maybe that's where it's like, if somebody's sober and you said you recorded it, Mm -hmm. and what about like, this is the sensitive part. You don't approach it from like a vindictive way of like, mm-hmm. hey, you said some real fucked up stuff the other night. <clears throat> I'm saying this because I think you should know you said this in front of your son. Mm-hmm. You said this to be about me. <clears throat> I have it recorded if you want to listen. Like how they react to that information sober, mm-hmm. I think is very telling. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know. Yeah, She's like, been texting me. Bullshit. Ever since. I don't think she's When did you start recording? Would you? Uh, about 30 seconds into it. I got three and a half minutes mm-hmm. of audio of just, holy shit. Well, I'll go ahead and say this. And if we need to fucking edit this out, we will. Today, mm-hmm. she sent Katie an email mm-hmm. saying, if you don't stop trying to be a mother to my son, I'm going to come over and shoot you and kill you with a shotgun. That's in an email? It's in an email. So, litigious Barbara, if you want to sue me for defamation of character that's a death on threat. or off this no, no, fucking that's podcast, a, that's a, that's death a threat. fucking death threat. That is, you could be arrested right now. That's terroristic threats. That is a arrestable no, that's offense. A death threat. That's a death threat. If you want to take that seriously, that's. I would think that's like. If you don't stop trying to be, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't stop trying to do the job that I've refused to do, I'm going to kill you with a shotgun. Uh, uh, that's what this episode got. I know. I'm sorry, but what are other parties related, and uh, what actions being taken here? She's a drunk. Mm-hmm. Eh, she's a drunk. Nothing I can do. Oh, really? Just <clears throat> not get, not complete. I don't care. But like, what am I supposed to do? Alright. That seems like the kind of attitude that could have created that type of person in the first place. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> and I I may have mentioned that to somebody too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're getting your own place in a week, just don't get shot. Well. Man, if you fucking lived in a van and lived in the fucking ghetto of LA and you get shot in this palace in Orange <laughs> County, I'm gonna be pissed, man. <laughs> But I just I just don't understand, man. Street like, Justice Dave gets gunned down in his prime. I mean, she's, this is bro- she's this is nuts. A, this is a this is a this is a broken lady. Yeah, this is a broken lady that that is just from my impressions here. That is just switched off on participating in the real world. Mm-hmm. So she probably gets. Uh, <clears throat> 
how does she pay for stuff? Yeah, a little bit of that, and a little bit of probably. Uh, I think she got some money from some from some ex husbands settlements, divorce settlements. I was gonna say if alimony would be going to the guy, going to the dad. Oh, alimony goes. Oh, yeah, he's you're, raising you're the right. Kids. Duh. Yeah, exactly. So shouldn't she? Wouldn't she be paying? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, no, uh, no obvious source of income that I'm aware of. You know, doesn't doesn't have a job, mm-hmm. but yet lives a pretty lavish lifestyle. Yeah, and uh, just very, very victimy. Uh, uh, poor me. Yeah, uh, she she had a ridiculous. She had her twenty something fucking plastic surgery a few months ago, and then it was it was like she had she'd been in bed with cancer for six months. Oh, oh. like oh, you've. I'm sorry that your face hurts from your stupid elective surgery. There are real people with real health issues. You're getting no sympathy from me. Oh, boy. So, so yeah, man, fun night. And, like, I, I, I got Was it on tape. Is this better or worse after uh, <clears throat> Barbara's mom passed away? Uh, about the same. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Not some reaction. No, no, no. All this was going on. This has been going on for years. Yeah. Going on for years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. uh, it's been a very special episode. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Like, I just... This Adam and Eve ad's going to come out real soon. (laughs) I mean, part... I have sympathy for people, you know, to a certain extent, you know? But, like, at what point... Do you look in the mirror and go, what am I going to fucking do about my life? What is going to bring me happiness that's not destructive? Mm-hmm. You know, find some fucking positive distractions from your misery. You know, I just, and I don't want to come off as self-righteous. God knows I got issues, but like, I'm very lucky that, A, I'm not an alcohol, or alcohol doesn't affect me that way. And B, <clears throat> mentally I feel like I'm fairly healthy. You know, but just you were raised properly. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of it too. But just uh, well, I, I, I still don't think I've addressed it. The question that I asked a couple of weeks ago about mental illness is mm-hmm. how much of it is the mental illness and how much of it is the true person. And with this same question, like. I just can't blame it I mean, all. Maybe the correct way of thinking is <clears throat> mental illness is the true person. Hmm. You know? Yeah. It's not like, it's not necessarily just an engine you can go in and change the part and it's fixed. Mm-hmm. It's just dealing with like, <clears throat> ah, engine's going to run that way. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it's this modern culture of like entitlement and also just a complete absence of shame. A complete absence of shame and remorse like yeah. if I would have behaved like this and I remembered just a fraction of it I would have been like oh my god what have I done well, but I truly think she's just like what this is how I fucking there, roll there's I mean I, <laughs> you know a few people like you see their kids are being raised like oh you're just not raising your kid you have a kid it's in your house it's never being told no mm-hmm. it's gonna get you're gonna give it whatever it wants because now it knows to just throw a tantrum mm-hmm. it's gonna get whatever it wants yeah, and fuck, I hope that doesn't turn out to be a supreme asshole. But I, you know, I, 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 
You know, yeah, don't hit your kids, all that shit. I only got, I, mean, I only got, like, hit once. Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. From, from, yeah. Yeah, get spanked or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hit, never hit in the face or anything. Yeah, no. I used to get spanked. Spanking? I used to get scheduled spankings. My dad was real good about oh, this. Oh, regardless of anything. No. <laughs> it was good this week. Doesn't matter. No. It's Thursday, 6 p.m. But now, in hindsight, I realize what a smart move this was. When I messed up, he didn't spank me in the moment. Mm-hmm. He said, tomorrow or tonight mm-hmm. when you get home from soccer practice, you're getting a spanking. And I think maybe part of that is so there's no rage. Or Absolutely. It's not a reaction from him. No. I didn't hit you as a reaction, but you earned a punishment, and you're going to get it tonight. And now sit in some fear. Yeah. And with, with, with he himself having a clear head, and you no, know, as I opposed to reacting the, in the moment. Shit, my mom always joked that, that their doctor said, you can hit him with a belt, just don't use the buckle part. Otherwise, it's <laughs> not going to break a bone. It's yeah. fine. So we just had a belt that hung on the basement door. Never was just like belts on the door. Yeah. Go get the belt. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> my mom used to try to spank me, and I would just tighten my butt and thighs and just laugh at her. Well, and that's then, not going to no. And then she'd well. be like, all right, well. Your dad's a lot stronger than me. So. Fine, I'll call the boss. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. But yeah, uh, like, but like, you got raised. Yeah. I had friends' parents yell at me. That would mm-hmm. never happen nowadays. Mm-hmm. But if I was being a dick at somebody else's house, I'd get yelled at by friends' parents, mm-hmm. and my parents would not, in any way, they'd be like, "What did he do? Thank you." Would thank the other parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it was never like everybody's kid is the fucking blessing of earth nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and here's another little angle that I think is tied to it, and I don't want to get too deep in this, and I don't want to sound like an asshole or, you know, uh, anti-feminist or whatever, but I do think there are certain people, and I'm sure there are men this way too, but there are certain people, certain women, who put so much emphasis on vanity, Mm -hmm. and when you've always been recognized for your looks or that was your if your whole identity has always been you're pretty or you're hot or whatever hey you never had to develop a personality never had to develop a personality you're not real familiar with hearing the word no that was the other thing the shock in her eyes of like why is this man telling me no I'm not I don't get it of course it was Phoenix but I remember a show where like I got a girl like yelled at her I'm like shut the fuck I was just talking through the show Mm mhm like, we just had a shit show at a shit club. And then she comes back in. She's like, I'm apologizing. Didn't say I'm sorry. She says, I'm apologizing to you. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. But I'm apologizing. I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah. Not Could not understand yeah. that. I get my they way. Wouldn't, yeah, they weren't going to be rewarded. Mm-hmm. But I'm going out of my way. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Mm-hmm. Leave my life. Yeah. And it's, I do think that that's a huge thing. Like, oh, yeah. And when my trick doesn't work, yeah, exactly. My magic wand to yeah. make things better doesn't work here. I'm impervious. I don't to have your a shit, pl- yeah, I don't have a plan B. Yeah. Well, and two, like when your whole identity has revolved around vanity and your looks, one day those slowly start to go away, and then she's what do you fine, got? She's fine against that. Then what do you got? You know, and I've always said that about dating too. Like, you know, thank God. I well, there's one girl that. I was I dated strictly because she was hot, because <laughs> she didn't have a great personality. She wasn't a great person. But after that, I quickly learned like, you know, there's a billion hot girls out there. What else you got, lady? What else do you have? 
It's a few comics that have had jokes and just like beat off to it first. Yeah. <laughs> just find out. Find out. Get that moment, that post nut clarity. Because <laughs> everybody's been in that moment, like after, just immediately afterwards going, this is a horrible person. Yeah. You're awful. This was, this was terrible up until 15 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and it's going to start being terrible in five minutes from now. Yeah. Was the rest of the time worth it? Yeah. Yeah, what else you got? You know, if, there, if there's nothing, if that's all that you have to offer, uh, no thanks. Yeah. No, because one day that's going to go away. Yeah. And in the meantime, i got to deal with all the other horrible shit well, that you bring to the table. Maybe that's why she's getting all the surgeries, because that's the one thing she had, and she's trying to, it's like Marge with the Chanel dress. It's the only reason she was invited into the upper crust of society, so she kept just trying to reinvent yeah. the dress, reinvent the dress. Like, well, that's fucking miserable. How about you... <clears throat> Look in it the mirror. Miserable. Why don't you read a book? Why don't you develop a skill? Why don't you develop a personality? Why don't you take care of the obligations that are already in your life? That'll, that'll give you some something to do. What is this boyfriend doing? Oh, man. I mean, was he kind of like a little ashamed, or was he kind of like, I know? What else is funny? That poor bastard. He was here all of four minutes because mm-hmm. she invited him over. Like we were, we were already watching it for a while. And like, Long time boyfriend? Uh, six months, a no year friend. maybe. On again, off again. Sounds about right. Yeah. Went, yeah. She's dangling him by a, a, a thread. There's, mm-hmm. She's got a couple of suitors. Anyway, this poor bastard comes over to watch, and he drove like 30 minutes mm-hmm. to watch the fight, and five minutes later he was asked to leave. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the thing is, like, she immediately turned on him, and he didn't really even do anything. It's like, I'm the one that's trying to engage you here. Mm-hmm. And she's just, she's yelling at me, and then she turned to him, she's like, you fucking suck too. Get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, oh man. And I'm like, sorry dude. Oh, she booted him out of the house? Yeah, booted. Yeah, he came over for four minutes, drove 30 minutes to sit here for four minutes, watch us fight, and then was told to leave. <laughs> and so what, how'd that night end? Um, with her eventually... God damn, I wish I didn't like this drama so much. I'm like, I also want you to be well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, I'm watching my 90-day fiancés. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm into this. I'm into this life right now. She crashed here and banged on the wall for about an hour at 2 a.m. Just banging on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be a... Just banging on the wall. Uh, Texting me. All kinds of horrible shit. I'm gonna sue you. You... From the other room. Yeah. Well, this lady's all yeah. fucked up. Yeah, and I said, if you want to talk about this, we can talk about this. You know, it's just texting and banging on the wall. This is how, this is, you watch the show Intervention, and this is. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But. This is how everybody, except the family has to care a little bit more about <clears throat> this person. Yeah. Just. I feel like fucking Dr. Phil over here. Just. It's just so sad and so miserable that, like. Like I said, no one, to my knowledge, I'd be willing to bet, no one has ever said, man, I'm glad she stopped by tonight. She's fun. Just a black just fucking to, hole. To, but just to be like, it, when she's sober, like, this is you. Yeah. This is who you are. Yeah. None of this is fabricated. That's the opportunity I want to take. I want to yeah. have that talk with her and see what her response would yeah, be. Yeah, and it's weird because I could see being like, so this is why I'm saying, fuck you, or you could say, this is why I'm saying, do you want real help mm-hmm. at any time? Yeah, you said these things in front of your son, uh, in front of your guy that you like like a father. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it was funny when she uh, she left yesterday. She stayed another 24 hours. How far and away from here does she live? 30 minutes. And she tried to get her son to go. And he's like, no. And she's like, really? like there was a real incident. Not It didn't escalate, but she was like, we're leaving. You are not staying with these people. And he was like, no, I'm not going with you. And then she's asking another, asking him. Mm. And he was like, eh, you know, kid can do what he wants. And then she just goes, she looks right at uh, this other guy in the house. And he goes, you fucking suck. And I was just like. This woman's broken. Yeah. She's a broken lady. Wow. I can see why you wanted to get to this. Yeah. And like we were joking at the beginning of the episode, like, you know, I try to be self-aware and I try to be introspective and then, you know, I'm like, well, you know. You've been, had, you've been telling me some of these stories for a while. But I'm like, you know, is it me? Like, what was, the, what could I have done? The only thing I could have done to avoid this situation, seriously, is to literally just shut my mouth and say nothing mm-hmm. and let her throw her tantrum. But I just can't, you know me, I this can't. This is a woman with I a husband and loving children. And then your story was like, and then they were all yelling at me. Yeah. But it wasn't that. It yeah. was, there's a common denominator yeah. of trouble here. Yeah. Um, and I'm not being... Man, I'm looking forward to this wedding. I'm not a martyr. I'm not a victim. But, you know, the the physical altercation I had the other, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. the only thing I could have done there is to stand still and let this guy punch me, which I wasn't going to do. And the only thing I could have done here is to just shut my mouth and watch her throw a tantrum. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm so stubborn, and I was polite. I was you tactful. Like a human being. I was tactful about it. I had to intervene. You react like a human being in both situations, even slugging that dude. I know you. I saw you when you were going to get in a fight with that fucking doofus <laughs> in Bellingham. You know, it was still like, all right, this is going how it's supposed to go. These are two guys that are agreeing to fight each other yeah. right now. And then it was stopped. Well, I was more in the, much more in the wrong on that than I was the thing that happened a few months ago. Because, yeah, I could have just walked away from that guy in Bellingham. But I was, you know, yeah. all right, well, I'll, fucking, was a fucking I'll fight you. Neighbor, yeah. But this guy literally attacked me. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, same thing. Like, I just, Anything coming from that? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> yep. It's all up in the air. All right. Yeah. Did I have I told that story? I know I talked about it on the bonus episode. I'll, should I fucking clear the air with that real quick, or save that for another? No, moment? I thought you told everybody. I told it on the bonus. I was I, well. Then get the fucking Patreon, you jerks. <laughs> Four okay. bucks a month. You get yeah. about Dave punching out his neighbor. <laughs> oh, oh, hot God. gossip really comes in those monthly episodes. I mean, and the irony is, and again, I know I'm not perfect, but like. All I'm interested in is just peace and happiness. Like, I just want to... I'm about to get married, moving. All I care about is just... I'm not looking for trouble. You're getting your own place in a week. Setting it up the way you want. Good vibes. Positive ions. You can do yoga by the beach. Yeah. Just get out there. Farmer's markets every Tuesday and Wednesday. Three minutes away. You're getting fresh ingredients. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this was good to listen to. I, I was just trying to. I, you I, I told I, me you had you had a topic for a week, and then I, I got here. You're like, 
I think I don't even want to talk about the topic. I want to talk about what's going on. Yeah, because it has bothered me. Like, I'm I'm bothered by this. And and I do have a rule. Like, I'm bothered to a certain degree. But I have a rule, and I try to teach this to those close to me. Don't let shitty people ruin your day. Yeah. Don't let shitty people ruin your day. Now, you know, if someone you care about, you get in a fight with your best friend, you get in a fight with your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. that's something you need to... I'm sorry, you don't mean anything. To That's me. my problem. I let shitty people. I stew on it. I'm trying to be better about it. I like yeah. what one person like, and I'll sit there for hours thinking about. It. I should have said this. I should have done this. Yeah. And like it's and I t- I told her in a text. I was like, hey, by the way, don't don't engage me in a battle of wits because you're gonna fucking lose. Blocker. Like right now, yeah. blocker. Oh, I, I've been blocking her, but every now and then I'll unblock her just to laugh at the horse shit that she sends. And yeah, I know <clears> it's the just best too, too way tempting. to just like. Yeah. It's like when you engage with people. Basically, it's like a Twitter troll. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, problem now, the new development that happened today with that email, that's got me on alert. You hang on to that email. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, if she drives up right now, i got to go into tactical alert mode. <laughs> I really do. Tactical I need to see your alert. fucking hands. Mm-hmm. Let's see some hands before you fucking come over here. Like, you threatened... My fiance with a shotgun. Let me see your fucking hands. Like I'm serious. I know that sounds hyperbole, but like, I mean, if you wanted to now, if if, if you were legit afraid that she would do something, <clears throat> like she's a fucking drunk lunatic. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel no threat though? Legitimately. I don't... I don't know. I don't know her well enough to know if this is just drunken horse shit or if she's truly crazy and might try something. Well, then, do you want to call the cops and make it an issue? That's that's up to Katie. I've been told to leave it alone. Yeah. Hang out of that email. Mm-hmm. Make sure she doesn't delete it. Yeah. And I'm getting sued for $600,000 for definition of character. Definition of character. So I may have to hit you up for a loan or something. That's a... A lot of money to tell somebody exactly what they're about. <laughs> we'll define your character. You're a huge bitch. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. That's, uh, she sounds like a real something. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, I've had similar chaos uh, mm-hmm. on, a, on a personal level before. I don't think anything this bad, but the girl I dated when I was in my early 20s, it was a lot of chaos. Yeah. The cops were over at our house multiple times. Never never laid a hand on her. The cops, she would just start screaming. Yeah. And then the neighbors would call in a noise complaint. But since then, I've tried real hard to remove toxic people from my life. Yeah. Even even buddies that I that I like. No, in comedy, I've, there's a lot of yeah, like, shit shows. Hey, man, like I'll see you when I see you, but we can't hang as much as we used to because... Yeah. I noticed that every time I'm around you, it's nothing but a big old negative tornado. And I, I just don't want negativity Bad in my moves life. Or it's like, oh, we're not going to just drink. We're mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. And we're going to buy something else. Yeah. And then it's going to be 4 a.m. And it's like, yeah. And I, I control that within my immediate circle. Mm-hmm. I choose to hang out with friends who are good for me and good to me. and you know. Mm-hmm. But then when you have these secondary people... I, I don't have a lot of control over yeah. who my friends hang out with. How about uh, it'd be real great if uh, this gal didn't know your new address? Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's a great point too. That's uh, maybe something you should uh, stress. Bingo. Yeah, that this address that's true. is not made aware. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Great point. I ain't even thought of that yet. Peace of mind there. Yeah. Like, all because I dare object to someone's drunken not. Again, this isn't based on me coming home and punching someone or me stealing money. There's nothing about you. There's there's nothing to do with you. It's like, but I mean, to her, my crime against her was raising my hand and tactfully and politely suggesting that maybe we watch the thing I paid for rather than listen to no, a record. she sounds like and garbage. game on. She sounds like garbage. Uh, you know, it's, it's always a weird situation. It's, an, it's Especially if it's your house, you'd be like more like, fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing I was, that was, well, yeah, that you was know you're some, You know you're here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. What are you plugging this week? What do we got got going on other than tactical Uh, defense? I don't know if this is a huge bummer or what, but eh, it's some real shit. If nothing else, we're keeping it real. What do you got to plug, buddy? I'm not doing anything. You got nothing? I'm I'm, I'm shredding, man. I'm just out shredding. (laughs) So it's my life to live now, man. I just shred until I get a... I riff and shred, dude. That's pretty cool. I riff and shred. I got one little date. I'm just doing a quick spot. January 31st, Friday night, I'll be at the Irvine Improv. Ooh, all right. With our good buddy, Rory Scoville. Down this way. Is it yeah. the Tools of Comedy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tool will not have be a, there. They have a tour that <laughs> plays before or after. Yeah. He leaned into that. Mm-hmm. He loves Tool so much. but uh, Yeah, so they're following Tool. Around. Yeah, this isn't part of that tour. I don't think Tools and Irvine uh, then. But yeah. January 31st, Irvine Improv. I'll be doing uh, just a quick spot in front of Roy Scoville. Should be fun. So, Other than that, I don't have a whole lot to plug right now. Um, but yeah, man. All um, right. Join the Patreon or donate to Dave's Legal Defense Fund. Can I give a couple of quick shout-outs real yeah. quick? i got to uh, shout-out people from uh, Huntington Beach, who I forgot. But the dude gave me an awesome uh, book, S&M Bikes, signed by Chris Moeller. That was cool. Uh, just good folks. That's cool. Huntington Beach, always, always good to me. Over that the was fun, man. That was fun. I'm gonna try to. I'll, I'll hopefully start doing more stuff down there. Oh, uh, yeah, get this guy. Want to shout out Nick Dinger? That's a great name, Nick Dinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude made us some incredible cutting boards. Mm-hmm. Dude is uh, he makes uh, you know handcrafted woodcraft and art. And uh, if you saw the uh, Boogie Monster Instagram, you saw a picture of those. But if you guys need any of that shit, holler at uh, old Nick Dinger. Uh, Instagram at Nick Dinger Bruh. N-I-C-K-D-I-N-G-E-R-B-R-U-H. Nick Dinger Bruh. Holler at him. And also want to give a shout out to Quentin Scott. Uh, nice fella I met in Fort Worth, Texas a couple of weeks ago. Came to the show there at, at uh, Maine at Southside. Uh, brought us both Bigfoot Christmas sweaters. Yeah, man. So thanks, Quentin, for that. I love a, love a toasty sweater. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, it still blows my mind that people show up uh, to our mm-hmm. gigs with, with gifts and stuff, and uh, can't thank you enough. It's, uh, There's good people. Good people, yes. There are good people. Yes, it's a reminder that not everybody is a litigious black hole I fucking think, nightmare. I hope, I hope you're safe from lit, lit, liturgy. Yeah, yeah. Bring Liter- it on. Literature? I don't yeah. know what. So. Litigation, that's the word. I knew it was the word. I played dumb. Yeah. I was just Dr. Phil on this whole episode. That's how I was doing. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing a format change or anything. Eventually, we'll get back to the spooky stuff. <laughs> holidays, holidays, and some other good thing. Get it all out of whack. We'll get back into we'll get back into the cycle. All right, holler at your boys. Be nice to people. Yeah, do that one. 
the Boogie Monster. Network.